friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We've got a great show in store for you. I did want to let you know that next week, as many of you know, is Holy Week as Lent comes to a close. And we always take that time and stay a little quiet around here. So there will not be any new episodes of That Sounds Fun dropping into your feed like they normally do. We don't record or release shows next week. We'll be back Monday after Easter, though. But if you're looking for something to listen to next week, I've got a couple of ideas for you. We haven't really talked about this since That Sounds Fun. The book came out, but there is an audiobook. It's me reading the book, and it has some really cool special features like an original score and three bonus podcast episodes in it. They're such good conversations, and they aren't available anywhere else. I think you're really going to enjoy them. So be sure to get your copy of That Sounds Fun audiobook, wherever it is that you enjoy listening to audiobooks. It's available everywhere. And last year for Holy Week, we had episodes where I read from the Gospels what happened on that day in the life of Jesus. If you want to go back and listen to those, just search for TSF Holy Week 2020 from last April. Y'all know the Gospels and I had a real thing going last year, and I find reading through those passages especially on the corresponding day of the week to be so meaningful. But before we jump into the show, I just want to tell you about our friends over at Flamingo. You guys know I love my Flamingo razor. Self-care is what keeps me grounded in a lot of ways. It's this like me time that we all need. But after a while, some parts of your daily routine can start to feel pretty dull, like shaving. So turn shaving from a chore to a ritual with Flamingo. Flamingo is on a mission to elevate the parts of your daily routine that deserve more attention with feel-good body care products that work, like a $9 award-winning razor and shave gel formulated to help you get your closest shave. And right now, you can get Flamingo's award-winning shave set for just $16 at shopflamingo.com slash Annie. Y'all have heard me talk about how much I absolutely love my Flamingo razor, and it is true. I have one that stays at my house. I have one that travels when I travel. I am never without it. It is my very favorite. Flamingo makes award-winning razors and body care products that aren't overpriced, which I really appreciate it. They were started by a group of women at Harry's, the men's shaving brand, who wanted to create a better experience for women, too. They crafted razors that are beautiful and affordable. They're only $2 a blade. And over seven years of perfecting products for those daily self-care rituals, they help you look and feel your best. And with Flamingo's 30-day money-back guarantee, you can try it out risk-free. So get the Flamingo Shave Set with everything you need for a luxurious, smooth shave at shopflamingo.com Annie. That includes Flamingo's award-winning razor, shave gel, and body lotion, all for just $16, y'all, plus free shipping, one less trip to the store. So get yours today at shopflamingo.com slash Annie. That's shopflamingo.com slash Annie. Speaking of meaningful, today's guest is amazing. John Eldridge was back with us on episode 210 right before COVID. Our team read his book, Get Your Life Back, last summer, and we loved it. Eldridge and his team at Wild at Heart have developed some new resources to bring men and women some hope that they need. The first is a Wild at Heart expanded edition for men and a captivating expanded edition for women. They feature some updated introductions and answers to some Q&As, and it's just an incredible gift, these updated books. They also now have a Wild at Heart experience and a captivating experience. They're both six-week programs designed to bring people together and help them recover Hope. It's a new film series based on the messages of each book, and they are incredible. You can find it all at wildatheart.org. 
I really wanted to talk to John today a year, almost a little over a year after he was on the show, a year into the pandemic. And you guys, this conversation just was a little bit breathtaking for me. And so I hope, you know, I always warn you when it's a note-taking episode, and this one I would say is, can you listen to this one while you're on a walk? Or can you listen to this one while you're sitting outside? Can you, can you listen to this one while something else isn't going on? Just so you can think about this as he talks. So here's my conversation with my friend, John Eldridge. Thank you for coming back on That Sounds Fun, the podcast. We're so glad to have you here, John. Yeah, thank you. I'm a big fan. Oh, you're anything I, anything I can do to, to put wind in your sails, I'm all about that. Well, you're doing it all the time behind your own back because I'm listening to every podcast episode. I've given away a zillion copies of Get Your Life Back. <laughs> and we're, we do the pause app every Monday morning before we start our staff meeting. The first thing we do is do the wow. pause app for one minute. Wow. So, why, why? Why did you find that helpful? Well, well, you know, it, it. we still, even though we don't start our staff meeting till 10 a.m., we still all come in on two wheels, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spun up already. Right. It takes no time at all for us to jump. And, and, and so then, and you probably experienced this too, but because I'm the one of the leaders, probably the leader of our company, I am, uh, because I'm the leader of our company, if I come in spun up and I start a meeting like that, it it doubles everybody else's feelings. Yep. And so I need it as the leader of the meeting so that I'm calm as we're going through. Yep. What have you yep. seen? Tell me about, I, I'm so glad to have you on almost a year to the day after. I mean, I think it's like 13 months ago you were on for the right? first time. I mean, right before we stopped traveling. Yes. That is wild. Yes. And we were, and we were talking about things to help people care for their souls and then the world got slammed, yeah. T-boned, yeah, right, by, by the pandemic, yeah. What have you, first of all, tell me about the Pause app. What have you seen happen in the app? What kind of tracking can y'all do to talk about how much did it step into people's lives in the last year? Yeah, yeah, oh gosh, huge, huge. And again, just a remarkable Jesus story. Like, we don't build apps. We're not an app company, right. you know. <laughs> Uh, but I was strongly moved to create this app. Very simple. Help people learn to pause in their day. Turn everything over to God. We built it in the fall of 2019. We released it in January of 2020. And wow. then COVID, you know, rolls across the world. But what, what happened was people went into lockdown pretty unprepared for it. Mm -hmm. And, and what I, I just got the most beautiful email the other day from a psychologist in England who spent 2020 caring for frontline workers. So she was in people's trauma every day, every client. And she said it was the pause app that saved her mm. because it gave her a place to go mm -hmm. and get still and let it go and find God again. And I mean, I don't know, like thousands of those stories, to be honest. Mm. You know, I, I think we're, we're like at 170,000 downloads of the pause app. And we, I mean, and we're just, a, we don't promote it. We just, it's word of mouth. And, you know, it's like, hey, this will really be helpful. You ought to try it. 
So y'all just added some more, another five and another, er, another three and a 10. Yes. How are you deciding? So for example, for people who do it, you, if you do the one long enough, it unlocks a three, if you, and then you can unlock a five and then you can unlock a 10. When you get to the 10, you get these choices about halfway through of where you want to go next. Do you want inner healing? Do you want worship? What's your next move? How do you decide what's the res, uh, what's the responses you're getting back that has you adding? I think the new one is about anxiety. Is that right? Well, we call it the mental strength. Mental strength. Pause. That's right. Because we knew, I mean, I'm not the only one who has COVID brain, <laughs> right? Right. I, I tried to open the front door of our building the other day with my car key fob. <laughs> I was sitting there, honestly, I was clicking and I was like, why isn't the building opening? Mm-hmm. And then I hear my truck in the parking lot going click, click, <laughs> click, click, click. So trauma disconnects your brain. Mm. And and the hemispheres stop talking to each other and, and all that. And so people have been totally traumatized by the last 12 months. Mm. And then we could feel... It was intuition to answer your question. It was it wasn't request. We just could feel it in our own lives and in the lives of the people that we you know we reach out to that people were really struggling mentally. Mm-hmm. That like keeping a positive attitude, keeping their eyes on Christ, like keeping hope. And so we wanted a pause that that help get people's mind back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like take your mind back from the news, right? And the chaos and, and all of that. So yeah, and that, oh my gosh, like we are hearing from a lot of people that that one is helping their anxiety immensely. I Yes. I mean, I would encourage any of our friends listening that even have a hard time falling asleep maybe once a week, even yes. if it's just that, just get this app and get Get in the rhythm of saying, Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. I mean, John, if you knew how many heads you were in saying that sentence because it's you reading it. (laughs) Yeah. Will you talk for a minute about COVID brain? Because I've heard you mention it a lot on y'all's Wild at Heart podcast, but we've been in this for a year. And and I think a narrative I hear, so I'm guessing some of my friends hear it, is I should be fine now. I should be fine now because I'm getting to do some of the things I used to do, but it still feels like my brain isn't over it. Yes. Oh, yes. That's very, that's very helpful for us to name that because so we polled our staff. We've got a team of about 14 people and I wanted to know how they were doing. And so we were in a big team meeting and I just asked them a series of questions. I said, I just want you to rate yourself. How's your clarity these days? You know, kind of scale of one to 10, mental clarity, mental focus. And then I said, you know, how, how's your energy level? How are you just doing? You know, are you hitting that two o'clock wall? That sort of thing. And we, I asked them a series of questions, and then I said, now rate yourself. What percent of you are you operating from mm. on a daily basis? And honestly, the average on our team was 36%. Wow. Now, these are very strong people. These are people with a very rich life in God and in their communities and in soul care. Like These are people who live really well. Um, And they're at 36%. Mm. So, okay. So back to 2020. And then now, you know, we're we're just at the one year anniversary. Right. So, you know, we've only hit a year in March. Trauma 
causes you to lose a sense of time. Oh, wow. And so it's that groundhog day feeling, right? Of you're, you, you're losing, wait, was that yesterday? Was that two days ago? Was yes. I forget. Drama causes you to lose a sense of time. It, it causes all of us to turn to self-comforting. Mm-hmm. And so we're turning to, you know, the bag of potato chips, the bottle of wine, you know, the binge watching Netflix, whatever your comforting behaviors are, right? We've been really camped out there, most of us. Yep. Like, I, okay, I'm going to show you my trash can. Okay. Because we're on video. Okay, this is a confession. There, there is dark chocolate wrappers in here. Like, I... I confess, yeah. like I, I am, I am turning to self-soothing mm. behaviors, mm. and then the loss of a short-term memory, right? That you walk into the room and you can't remember why you walked into the room, but you walked in with such purpose. You're like, I'm going into, and then you can't even remember what it was. Mm-hmm. That's all how trauma affects the human brain, and so the idea that you're going to just bounce back from that is very unkind Mm. that's that is not going to happen because if we're at about 36 percent, that's our new normal right and yet our world is still asking 100 percent of us yeah yeah so yeah the practices of like soul care and that sort of thing connection union with god are more more crucial now as we come out of it and i hope we're coming out of it Mm. and i you know, it depends on where you are in the world. Some of my friends are in Ireland. They're in stage five lockdowns right. still. It's so brutal. It's wild, yeah. I mean, it's so. It is amazing um, to think that in a, a flight away from us, they are not able to leave their homes still. Still. Yeah, I, I don't know how. You, I mean, I, you know, my personality, John. I reached my limit a long time ago of being by myself. <laughs> so. <laughs> As you can imagine. So a year into this, coming out of this, we hope, can you help us? What are some things we should be asking of ourselves? If we're allowed to work at 36%, and I'm thinking also as as a boss, like... I, I'm, if I'm requiring a hundred of me and I've only got 36, I bet sometimes my coworkers feel like I'm asking a hundred again of them and they've only got 36. Yeah. So what's, yeah, a, no what's question. better way to, to do that? And what should we ask of ourselves and each other? Well, um, so let everybody, let's just all agree. We are in rehab. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We are all in recovery from a traumatic event. We've been through global trauma. Um, having your having your daily norm taken away from you, having you know lockdowns for extended periods of time, the social unrest, and the and to be bombarded with negative news every day. Right here's the body count in Rome. Here's the body count in Paris. You know, and then to be kept in a state of constant uncertainty. Mm-hmm. This is what you do to prisoners of war to break them down. Wow. Okay. Yeah, this is what you do to interrogate people. I, exactly what I just described. You take away their normal, you know, you, you disrupt their sleep patterns, you keep them in a constant state of uncertainty, you bombard them with negative information, and it breaks human beings down. Okay, now, if we'll be kind, then we'll say, okay, so we're all coming out of global trauma. What is your plan for recovery? Mm. Gang. Right. Like, do you have one? Is right. you know, like 
And, and here's really simple stuff. What are you hoping for? Mm. You're going to have three things you're hoping for. Okay. Because hope is really good, actually, for the human brain. You, you need to do that for your own psyche. What are you hoping for? And, and I was in a, just a quiet reflection time last month and had my journal out in the evening. And I was just kind of trying to find some well-being. And, and Jesus said to me, he said, what are you looking forward to? Because he knew he knew the answer, mm. and the answer was, I I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have anything. Yeah, and so he said, I want you to start dreaming, like you start planning now. So I'm booking fishing trips and stuff that I don't know I'll be able to do, but I need to like plan for them. Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. So gang, you're in recovery. What's your plan? And just start with plan some things you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to dinner with friends. I'm looking forward to being able to fly somewhere. I Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you seen? Talk a little bit about what you've seen happen to men this year. Because it's been a different experience than what 2020 has done to women. So um, because women are better at naming how they are Mm. and they're better at fighting isolation. Now we all, you know, everybody still got isolated, but, but women reached out and and tried to make connections and they used, you know, FaceTime and WhatsApp and zoom and that kind of thing. But guys are not good at naming. I'm not well. And so we got hammered. Um, I mean, you, Oh, the the data is really pretty bad. So domestic violence went up immediate two weeks after the lockdown. Domestic violence worldwide. They had to build special shelters in Paris for women. Um, And and then depression, anxiety, uh, drug and alcohol abuse, suicide rates all went up for men more than women during the pandemic. It, It because men. Like, this is so crucial to the masculine soul. Okay, another confession. I was really angry during the lockdowns. And I couldn't have told you exactly at what. Mm -hmm. I was just angry. And here's why. Men love to fix things. Right? We love to fix things. And, And to feel like I... Can I can make my world better. I can help my family. I can advance in my career. I can help make the world a better place. But in the in the pandemic, men were told to do the worst possible thing at all. Right. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Go home. And they were literally told, you are non-essential. Yeah. You are a non-essential human being. Mm-hmm. Go home and do nothing. Yeah. And like for guys... Like we couldn't fix it. Mm-hmm. And, and so suddenly the kids were home because the schools are closed and now you're homeschooling and your wife's tearing her hair out and you can't fix that. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're out of work or you're working all day online now from your kitchen table and you can't. So there was this sense of hopelessness and powerlessness that, you know, I mean, come on, gang. there's a reason that 20 million men, you know, have signed up for Viagra. Like wow. men love to feel powerful. Right. 
And when they feel impotent, when they feel emasculated, when they feel like there's nothing I can do, I got nothing to offer here. That's when the anger, the drinking, the self-harm, you know, that that kicks in. So I, I think that the last year has been brutal on humanity, but I think it's been particularly brutal on men. Hey friends, I'm just taking a short break from this conversation to give a shout out to our amazing partners, Liquid IV. I'm not exaggerating that the most visited place in our office is the cabinet where we keep our Liquid IV. It's seriously a fan favorite around here. They have awesome flavors and I can really tell a difference in how hydrated I feel when I use them. The little packets are easy to stash in your bag or purse so you're never without your Liquid IV. But it's not just for helping you stay hydrated. Liquid IV's energy multiplier is a game changer. One stick is like drinking two cups of coffee, and it's an all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks for a sustained energy boost throughout the day. It works, y'all. Some might say it works too well. (laughs) Statistics tell us that half the population struggles with daily fatigue and deals with things like decreased focus and lack of motivation. That Liquid IV Energy Multiplier is your answer. I love that the matcha and green energy blend not only tastes delicious, but provides sustained energy throughout the day so you don't crash mid-afternoon. Since it's all natural, it provides a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks and coffee with no artificial flavors or preservatives. With Liquid IV's cellular transport technology, the nutrients absorb quickly into your bloodstream, giving you a lasting energy boost fast. If you need a kickstart to power your mornings, fuel long days at work, or give you a boost for those tough workouts, look no further. Grab your energy Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code THATSOUNDSFUN at checkout. That's 25% off anything that you order when you use the promo code THATSOUNDSFUN at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures at liquidiv.com, promo code THATSOUNDSFUN. And now back to our conversation with John. Can we talk about the spiritual implication of that or the, that sounds like demonic purpose. Yep. Is that what you're thinking? Do you think, I mean, is what, what's the enemy purposely trying to do to men? Yeah. Well, so the enemy is an opportunist. Right. And and they they smell blood in the water like sharks do. And when you're down, anybody knows this. You all know this. When you're having a bad day, that's when the thoughts come, mm-hmm. right? You're an idiot. You suck at life. You you know nobody loves you. You'll all that stuff, right? It's not when you're having a good day, right? It, 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 yeah, when you're vulnerable. Okay, so men became and women became very very vulnerable in 2020 and into this year. And the enemy has jumped on it. And, and yeah, like hopelessness, that's the real pandemic now. Mm. Hopelessness. And Annie, here's the thing I'm really scared about. Everybody has put their hope in the vaccine. Right? Right. right. But yeah. this virus, this virus is really smart. Mm-hmm. And this virus has already morphed and, and developed multiple variants. You know, the one that they just announced down in Africa that's beating the vaccines, you know, like, I don't think the vaccine is the best place to have our hopes located. Mm-hmm. And so if we don't bounce back as a society, if we, you know, everybody's back by Easter or whatever the promises are, June, you know, um, 
this, the hopelessness is going to really clobber people. It's like, but you promised. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? It may have been you and I talking about that. One of the ways, pri- or it may not have been me. It may have been on your podcast, <laughs> but that prisoners of war, the ones who really suffered, the ones who said by Christmas we'll be out. And it's, yep. and so, so what are, when you particularly talk to my guy friends who are listening, the women can put this to their lives too, but what does it look like when we don't know when this ends and we don't know that a vaccine is going to actually do everything we hope it's going to do? It may not be the magic shot. We hope it is. What is the way to not be hopeless? How, what's the practices to being people of hope? This is going to sound really simple or simplistic, but it's a way out. It's a way out. I would start reciting Psalm 23 out loud. Hmm. And here's why. Because you're not alone and God has good for you. Hmm. He has good for you. And when you've got it, you've got to get your eyes off society and how we're doing, how the global community is doing. And you've got to turn it back to, you have a God Mm. who adores you and who will not not just take care of you. It says a feast. Mm. You have a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Mm -hmm. So to even to just say that out loud, and by the way, this is part of the 10 minute mental health uh, pause that we built in. It's literally... Yeah. Yeah. In the midst of dark times, God still has a feast for me. Yeah. And I had to start saying that for myself of like, cause we lost a lot last year. We lost, we lost a bunch of trips that we had planned. There were weddings we couldn't attend. There were funerals we couldn't attend. Yeah. I mean, really heartbreaking stuff, right. That everybody went through. So I had to start saying out loud, God still has good for me. Mm. He still has good for, he has good things for me this year, mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. However bumpy, you know, the recovery is, he still has good things for me. And that, that's our way out. Yeah. I, I just wonder if you could talk about your experience of how even just saying scripture out loud affects your life. I am one of those um, highly empathetic people that probably shouldn't be on the news because it just, it just, I mean, it just wrecks it me. Just it takes me you. for such a ride. Right. I, I just have emotional whiplash, right. right? So when you make a deliberate decision to take hold of your thought life mm-hmm. and direct it into things that are good and beautiful and true, mm-hmm. there is bucket loads of research that shows how healing this is for your soul and literally for your brain. Mm-hmm. And so to say things outside like like Psalm 23, you are you are redirecting mm. the functions of your brain and your humanity into literally positive channels, yeah. right? Like yeah. you, and 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 as you do it more, you love it. You love it. Yeah. And you can feel it. You'll feel it in your body, gang. Like you will feel you'll you'll your shoulders will relax. You'll suddenly realize that you are breathing really shallow. You're taking like short little breaths. 
like, oh my gosh, like I can breathe again. Okay, no, God is good. I am safe. I am loved. We're going to be okay. He has good for me. Yeah, this is a daily for me. This is a daily. And particularly in Nashville, this is probably true in a lot of places, but John, so many of my guy friends still aren't back at work because they're musicians right. or guitar techs or tour managers. Yep. And and so how do we help? I mean, nobody's life is all the way back to normal, but there are there's varying degrees of that. Mine is way closer than a lot of my musician friends. How do we help them? How do we help the men in our yes. lives who yes. are still yes. hurting and without? Yeah, this is really good. This is really good. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Um, guys, do something, um, build something, plant something, dig something, repaint something, do something practical that you can actually win at. Because men hate losing. Like we do, we hate it. We hate, because it feels like the verdict on our masculinity, right? Yeah, You're yeah. weak, you can't handle your life. So like literally to wax your car, plant some vegetables, okay. fix that ceiling fan that's been bugging you for six months. Start doing small things that as a guy, you win at. You go, I did it. I fixed the fan. Yeah. Right. I finally changed my spark plugs. I got that oil change. I meant to, you know, like that. Honestly, this sounds so basic, but for the masculine soul to fix stuff is just so, so my, my kids were moving into a a new place. The vacuum was broken. Their little floor vacuum. They're like, dad, the vacuum's not working. And I'm like, this is my chance to feel great. (laughs) So Took the vacuum apart, found out that it was simply clogged, unclogged it, put it back together, fixed it. I mean, this is a 10-minute little thing. I felt wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, you got to fix stuff. Okay. What I'm also hearing you say, what you're not saying, but I would like for you to say is, one of the roles of women in this and of friends of anybody of children of, of other men in men's lives is to, is to kind of rally around each other and say, Hey, thank you for doing this. And also I need help. And I need like, just maybe pay. I I maybe want to be paying more attention to the men in my life and seeing what they need or what I can do. What's my spot here. Oh yeah. You just said it. Can you help me with this? Okay. If you can, if you can offer that to a man, hey, can you help me with this? I need this bookshelf moved, or I can't figure out this thing on my computer. You know, it's it's locked down or whatever. Like, can you that phrase? Can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. Is like sunshine to the masculine mm-hmm. soul. Yeah. Like seriously, that's like that's right up there in the greatest things that are is ever said to a man. <laughs> No matter personality type, no matter personality type, every dude nope. likes to hear, can you help me with this? Yep. Okay. Hands down. Okay. When we will, when will we start recognizing and seeing uh, men get healthier and women, but we're particularly having a conversation about men right now, but as the pandemic hopefully ends, as the world opens up, what will it look like? How will we be able to recognize, okay, things are getting better. He's doing better. 
whoever the he is in our life. On a really simple level, your exhaustion, your exhaustion at the end of the day. Mm. Because right now, most of us hit a two o'clock, three o'clock wall and we're gone. Done. We're shot. Yes. But the problem is he walks into an apartment that needs care or a kid that needs some schooling mm-hmm. or and he's he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we start seeing health and recovery, he walks in the door and he's got something in the tank. Got it. Okay. Right. He doesn't need to go to bed at seven o'clock. And for women, what have y'all seen uh, with the women that you do ministry to and the women you're seeing use the pause app like me, what have you seen 2020 be for them and where has our unhealth showed up? Yeah. So anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, because security issues Men fear failure. Women fear relational betrayal. Mm-hmm. And, and so when your relationships are cut off, when your friends are not doing well, when you can't just do all that normal stuff, hey, are you free for coffee? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll see you at small group. Hey, you want to go for a run? Like all that stuff got taken away. That was really brutal on women's hearts. Mm-hmm. And, the, and what came in was a lot of anxiety. Wow. A lot of the uncertainty, right? Yes, um, ha- has been has been really hard for women in, in the last year. I, I have seen that play out in my life, looking more like, "Let me control everything. Let me control what I can control." <laughs> so I'm yeah. doing Invisalign, John, because I can't control anything, but I can straighten my teeth. Yep. Right, and so that's what <laughs> oh, I. Yeah. And it is, it's played out great in some ways because I'm straight to my teeth, but in other ways where my staff doesn't feel safe or doesn't feel like I trust them or, or my friends feel like I'm trying to boss all the time, but it's because I don't feel safe. Yep. Yeah. Women love to make life flourish. Mm -hmm. Like they love to make their world flourish. Friendships, relationships, their home you know, their contribution to the world. And when things are not flourishing, that's really hard Mm -hmm. on the feminine heart. So Eve goes either to desolation or control. Those are kind of her two things. Will you talk a little bit about wild at heart experience and captivating experience? Yeah. So again, I just love God. I love God because he had us build this pause app and then the pandemic rolls through mm-hmm. and it really helped a lot of people. And then, and then you and I, I was in your studio in person yep. a year ago yep. because and we were talking about soul care and, and things you can do like nature and beauty and stillness that, <laughs> that really does strengthen the soul. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic rolls through and clobbers everybody. Right. God was offering help. Okay. So here's the other thing he did in 2020 we were able to pull off, we filmed two new film series, wow. one for men and one for women. And they are exquisitely beautiful. Yeah. There's six parts and they go through the recovery of the masculine soul and the feminine soul, mm-hmm. wild at heart, captivating experience. And then we kind of wrangled with my publisher a little bit so that we could put them for free online. Oh my gosh, like, they're free? They're free. Yeah. <laughs> They're free. Good gravy. Yeah. Because the world is hurting. Yeah. And people need, they just, we just need to get more back, just mm-hmm. some recovery. So 
get on wildatheart.org, you get on our website and you can sign up. It's free for a six week captivating experience, the six week wild at heart experience. Start at any time during the year. And what you receive each week is one of the films and then some reflections, some scripture, some journaling, and a little podcast that goes with it that takes you into the different issues of fear or woundedness or the need for adventure, you know, that kind of thing. So um, those just got up. We just launched that uh, here in 2021 and, and people are loving it. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. And for so many of our friends that are celebrating Lent, what a beautiful like Easter tide thing to do. As soon as Easter's here, start this new thing with your group of friends or with your partner. I mean, a great six week experience y'all can do together. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Right. You can do it as an individual or you can do it together as uh, with your friends. What do yeah. you think? I mean, you you know, you keep mentioning how how kind God was timing wise. Have you thought that about Get Your Life Back, about that book coming out right before all this? I mean, what are <laughs> what have you thought about God's timing with Get Your Life Back? That he is so beautiful. Hmm. I mean, come on. Like, if I would have written that book in 2015, nobody would have paid attention. Hmm. Because in 2015, their life was working. Mm -hmm. But 2020, you know, we all lost our normal. Mm -hmm. And to have God usher in, look, here's some things you need to do for your soul. Mm -hmm. This will really help. You need daily beauty in your life. You know, you need to reduce your technology. Right. Has been, yeah, he knows and he cares. It has been, I mean, it just blows my mind. I'm actually opening an email right now I want to read to you. This is from an, a friend of mine I gave your book to for Christmas, and he is a top-level executive at a big company. And he said, um, this book and the app have been a godsend to me in the last few weeks and months. Uh, thank you for this kind Christmas gift, and most importantly, for its impact. I mean, that's a, that's a yeah. CEO, Fortune 500 guy, saying like, the impact of this book in this year has meant that yeah. much to me. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. And so yeah. now y'all have also updated Wild at Heart. It's like an expanded edition for dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And captivating. Yeah. We oh, did. Wow. Okay. And because we knew we were going to make these films and we're like, let's go ahead and just refresh everything and let's read back through it and make sure that it fits the moment and and some of the language that we're using and the analogies that we use. Let's just make sure that it's not missing people because it it's not speaking well. Yeah. So sure. we went back through and then we added some new content and kind of had a Q and a thing at the end of here's the common questions we get, you know, what about my daughter? What about my son? Mm-hmm. You know, wh- what about daughters and sons or people who don't maybe jive with some of this? How do you, how do you reconcile that? And, and so, yeah, we're, we're stoked to yeah. bring those back out with the film experiences. Yeah, That's awesome. What uh, beautiful resources for us right when we need them. I mean, yeah. right when, because it also feels like without going like, this ends now, look, the pandemic's over. It, it, there is this thing <laughs> in me that feels like, what if this never ends, John? <laughs> I know. I think. It's what the if this Groundhog never Day ends? fear thing. Yes. But here, here, here's actually my concern. I So personal story, we have had our son and his family living with us for the last four months. Yes. Yeah. And and part of it's been wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. 
but frankly, it's also been really hard because Stacy and I lost our sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You know, our home is filled. We have toddlers. They're riding trikes around the kitchen. You know, it's it's chaos. Right. And y'all have been empty nesters now, for how long? A decade? Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. So it's beautiful chaos. Yeah, you know, but I but here's the thing. Here's the analogy. So they are moving out today. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Well, Annie, I can feel the stress just beginning to leave my body. Mm. And I realize I've been holding my breath for four months. Yeah. Like just kind of in that state of constant on, Mm -hmm. constant, you know, preparedness, like just not being able to fully let down. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we've all been doing globally for a year. Yes. And when we come out of this, thank God we're coming out of it in towards summer, you know, mm-hmm. spring and summer. Yes. Thank God. Because people can get out and they can go to barbecues and they can go to the park and go to the lake. And yeah, it's going to be really good. I think in in this was, okay. So the Atlantic ran a fascinating article last summer when SARS COVID one, the first round of the SARS virus went through Hong Kong 20 years ago. It's literally the step virus to the current COVID virus. It's different by a little bit. Mm-hmm. Clobbered Hong Kong, you know, tons of tragedy, but it, it only lasted months and then it, and then it left. Mm-hmm. Re- psychologists from the University of Hong Kong discovered afterwards PTSD through the population. Wow. So, so we just need to be kind to say, look, when we come out of this, we're probably not going to be our best. Yeah. We, we won't be back to our best yet. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you a little while to get yourself back and to frankly, just refill your reserves. Yeah. You know, cause again, when we were pulling our staff and then I did this on a, I did it on an online event last weekend with thousands of people. And I, I, one of the last questions I asked was, okay, so you're doing pretty well. Some of you are saying, oh, no, I'm at 75%. Others are saying I'm at 36 I said, tell me about your reserves. Tell me about your reserve tank. If another pandemic started oh, this month. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Right? Like, how would you imagine. handle that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't imagine. Okay. So our, our reserve tanks need refilling. Mm-hmm. What's your plan, gang? What's your plan? You, you got to build some joy into your life and, and do some very intentional things. So again, you know, Stacey and I are thinking, we're going to travel. We're going to take the kids to Hawaii. Woo-hoo, let's do a big family thing. And Jesus looked at me. He, he literally said, are you out of your mind? <laughs> because when we do a family vacation, we're just babysitters. Yeah. And it's a big right? house with a lot of kids in it, which is what it's you've just been doing. <laughs> and it's joyful and it's all of that. But Jesus said, he said, honestly, if you were writing your prescription for yourself, mm. is that what you would write? Wow. And I said, oh, no, oh, no, no, not, not, no. He says, what do you need? I said, I need rest. I need beauty. I need to, I need to do things outdoors this summer, but not with a lot of people. Writing a prescription for yourself. There you go. That is such a powerful thought. 
write yourself a prescription for your recovery for the rest of the year. Wow. Yes. Yes. I'm actually going to do that tonight. That is going to be my homework for myself from awesome. this. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Indeed. As a small business owner, I cannot overstate the importance of making the right hires. Building a team that can take your business to the next level means you've got to hire great teammates. With the stakes this high, there's really only one choice, Indeed. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with Indeed's instant match. They search through the millions of resumes in their database. Yes, I said millions to help show you great candidates instantly. That means you're freed up to do the part of the process, meeting the candidates and hiring the great people fast. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, and they deliver a quality shortlist in no time. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts. You can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. I think that's really important. And Indeed hires four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Do you want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our friends get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. So get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash sounds fun. Offer valid through March 31st and terms and conditions apply. And now back to finish our conversation with John Eldridge. So this show comes out Monday and, and we do not do shows the week of Holy Week. And so we intentionally hope to have you and another leading voice that we love, Sally Lloyd-Jones, this week to kind of lead us into Easter as well. Yeah. So for just for our last couple of minutes, will you kind of talk about Holy Week and talk about what kind of rhythms do you have during that week? What would you encourage us to do? We go publicly, we go quiet. There won't be any podcast recorded or released just to give people a couple of extra hours back of their week. What would you do with those hours during Holy Week? And what are your rhythms? Okay, so the message of Easter is that your humanity matters Mm. immensely. That's the incarnation. God so cared for our humanity that he took on humanity himself Mm. in order to restore it. So I would give some reflection Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask myself with my journal open and some quiet moments, how is my humanity? And then the, the, the phenomenal thing about the, what Jesus did in Holy Week is that he took your humanity into himself and restored it. Paul says we are recreated in Christ. We are made new. Mm -hmm. And so, Jesus, I receive the healing of my humanity through yours. I I welcome the restoration of my humanity through your cross, your resurrection, and your ascension. I receive the work of Christ into my humanity for my own restoration. Mm. That's what I'll do. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do you do anything special with what what are y'all's Easter plans? What do y'all do this year that we didn't get to do last oh, year? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah, I I love Palm Sunday. Yeah. I love Monday, Thursday. I love Good Friday. 
It's the weirdest name of a holiday. It's the ever. weirdest name ever. Ever. So yeah, like we'll we'll get silent, you know, Friday and and mm. and not engage media and that sort of thing. And and at noon, you know, we'll we'll, we'll be silent for an hour. Oh wow, really? For a whole hour? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. And then I love Saturday. Yeah. Because you need you need to you need to look up some artwork, gang. Google the harrowing of hell. Okay. Because what there's some incredible artwork on this. What Jesus did on Saturday, Paul says, is he descended into the kingdom of darkness and he literally led a train of captives free. <laughs> oh, I okay? love Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's phenomenal. So there's some artwork on that, you know, classic stuff uh, from the Middle Ages, uh, sacramental art that's really amazing. The harrowing of hells. Yeah. I love Saturday. I think yeah. it's super cool. Yeah. And, and then Sunday, yep, we'll gather I'm not sure what the church thing's going to look like this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I the online thing. I'm just sorry, it's just not working for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're doing home church, and but we'll have the kids over and we'll celebrate and do a feast and yeah. Uh, it's, it is wild. As you were saying at the beginning, part of COVID brain and and the trauma of short term memory is part of me feels like last Easter. What? When did that happen? Like, how are we yep. there again? I. I remember being so grieved last Easter, thinking we wouldn't be at church that week. And now it's yes. like, well, joke's on you, Annie, that y'all hadn't been at church for a year. So yes. <laughs> we just had no idea. Yeah. We had no idea. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question, and then we'll yeah. move to the end. What do yeah. you know about Jesus after a pandemic that you didn't know before? Mm. So here's a really cool, like, so that's three podcasts. <laughs> okay. You know, I would let us do that. You know, I'd have you back for three. Okay. But let me tell you one thing. So I asked Jesus several times during 2020, Lord, show me what you're doing in the world. I need to see what you're doing in the world yeah. because there's just so much heartbreak, yes. you know, I need to see you. And here's what he showed me. I had the same vision several times. Jesus is personally introducing himself to human hearts all around the world right now. There is a great revival taking place, Mm -hmm. but it's not in stadiums. Right. It's, it's in the human heart. And I, I, you know, if, if you've done any of the reading on the conversions within Islam, massive revival going on in Islam, um, to Christianity. Mm -hmm. And most of the stories are, Jesus walked into my bedroom. Yes, yes. Yeah, like full on, hello. Yeah. I'm Jesus. Or in their dreams. He's coming to people in their dreams. So he showed me that, but it was it was it was you know globally. Mm-hmm. Um what do I know about Jesus because of the pandemic? I know that he is actually working very powerfully in the world right now. And he is using the shaking to capture people's affection. Yes. Yes. That, that is a sentence I wouldn't have known to write about my life, but that feels like he used the shaking to capture my affection in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Because it exposed all our divided loyalties. Right. <laughs> right. right. It removed I mean, every distraction that I had placed in place. Yeah, yep. it. I I did not know 
if you if you and I sitting a year ago would have gone, would have described what happened in 2020, I don't think we'd have believed ourselves. Yeah. With the amount yeah. of things stripped yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we cover? Friends, I, I want you to guard your heart against hopelessness. Yes. Because it's it's out there in the air and it's trying to get in and you have to be conscious of it. How do we know like, it? What's some things we're hearing in our head if hopelessness is what's talking to us? Things aren't going to get any better. Mm. I'm not really looking forward to anything. The inability to dream mm-hmm. and a, a low grade sort of fever of just discouragement. Okay. Okay. And, and you do need to guard your heart from that. Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart because it is the wellspring of life within you. Like you can consciously say, just ask yourself, gang, how's my hope? How is my hope these days? And, and where is my hope these days? And, and, and to ask Jesus, and again, he's so beautiful. It's not going to beat you up because your hope's not thriving. Right. Right. What he's going to say to you is, let me give you my hope. Wow. So just like he gives you compassion for someone, or just like he gives you the ability to forgive, or he gives you the, you know, ability to have faith or that sort of thing, let him give you his hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's just sit there with your open hands, right? And keep asking for it. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, I receive your hope. Mm-hmm. I receive your hope. I that is so helpful to have the some options of what that narrative sounds like because I think sometimes the lie I also hear is, "Well, that's not hopelessness. You're just tired. That's not <laughs> hopeless." You know, so the enemy not only wants me to be hopeless, he doesn't even want me to fight the hopelessness. So he's trying yep. to convince me that's not even hopelessness. I, I'm just tired. And, yeah. and so having yeah. those sentences and going, oh, I'm actually going to identify this as yes. hopelessness is trying to tell me about my life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't need God. I just need more chocolate. Mm. Right. I don't need to read. I just need to watch TV. I, you know, it's all that. It's, it's the slow descent into nothingness. Yeah. And I will just encourage our friends. I feel like your podcast and the Wild at Heart podcast, the Pause app, those are fighting tools against hopelessness for me. Awesome. Yeah. So I would encourage people to go there. Um, John, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you. You know what? I thought of it the other day <laughs> because I was asking myself, what do I need? What's my yeah. prescription? Do you know what I need? I need a party. Okay. Tell me everything. Like I, well, I love parties. I really do. Yes. And I, I turned 60 in 2020 and Stacy was going to throw this big party for me. And of course it got shut down. Right. right. And it was really disappointing. And so I thought, you know what? I, I want to reboot. Not, not necessarily my birthday, but like, I want, I want lights in the trees, yeah. summer evening, music, feasting, dancing, mm-hmm laughter. Like I need, I need a party right now. Mm -hmm. That sounds really fun. That sounds really fun. Um, Listen, let me just open invite you that 
a bunch of my friends and I that are listening are all going to Dollywood together on May 22nd, which is Dolly Parton's amusement park. John, I need yes. you to know everything you're teaching here is the proof. Uh, the proof in the pudding is because we said, hey, who wants to go to Dollywood? And in two days, 500 people have bought tickets. We don't make any, I mean, I'm not making any money off of it. We're just telling people to yeah. meet us at Dollywood. Everybody yeah. needs fun right now. And if I you invite them to fun, that. they will show up for fun. I love that. So if you and Stacey want to come that. to Dollywood with us on May 22nd, we're going to ride the roller beautiful. coasters. We're going to have a good time. Beautiful. So thank you as always for making time for us and for doing this. You are, your voice is very important to me. So I'm very, very thankful. Annie, I'm really honored. You have such a beautiful heart. Thanks for having me on the conversation. Oh, gracious y'all. Isn't he awesome? I am just so thankful. I I mean, that one line, as soon as we hit stop, Craig and I, y'all know Craig, Craig and I immediately said, okay, what is the prescription we would write for ourselves? Like we started talking about it immediately. Y'all, please sit down today and write out what is the prescription you would write yourself today for the recovery from this last year? Please write that down. If you want to share it, I'd love to see it, but there is no pressure. But tag me, tag John. He's Ransomed Heart on Instagram. And I just think we'll all benefit from writing that prescription. Make sure you grab a copy of the new expanded edition of Wild at Heart, the new expanded edition of Captivating. And my gracious, these six-week courses that with those beautiful videos, you guys that are on wildatheart.org, one for Wild at Heart, one to go with Captivating, they are free. They are life-changing. I really encourage you to head to wildatheart.org and download them. And make sure you tell John, thanks so much for being on the show. You can email them. You can tag him on Instagram. Again, it's Ransom Tart. Just tell him thanks for being on the show. How much his wisdom and words mean to you. I hope I did that for him today as well. If you need anything else from me, y'all know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I'm Annie F. Downs, TSF, like that sounds fun, on YouTube. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. Please, please, please do. And I will do the same. Have a great week. And we'll see you back here actually on Wednesday. Surprise. We have a surprise Wednesday episode with our good friend, Lauren Daigle, you guys. So make sure you're subscribed. Don't miss Wednesday's show with Lauren Daigle.